0: In today's show, we're looking ahead to an 11-game Wednesday, including some streaming options, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Calm. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm and get a 40% discount off a premium subscription. Go to calm.com and, uh, or calm.com slash NBA. Thank you also for making Lockdown Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let's look ahead. 11 games on. Let's crack in. First one of those games is the Pacers and the Detroit Pistons. Don't know why I said Detroit that way. Anyway, the Pacers and the Pistons. Chris Duarte missed last game. We don't know whether he'll be back here. But if he does um, return, I'd really like to see how he looks because he'd been trending downwards pretty quickly. And with Levert and Brogdon both back, what's Duarte going to do? Is he a droppable guy? I think he is. But I'd like to see what he does. Well, Miles Turner, we featured him on the Sal High show the other day. And then he had three points on 7% usage, really making that Sal High window close really quickly. Can he get some shots? Can he do something that doesn't look terrible like last game? That's going to be key. For the Pistons, we want to watch Alf Stewart. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming glass. The flaming glass minutes have gone up a little bit. He had good rebounds last game. He's doing everything yeah, not far off, I think, where he needs to be. It's just the minutes just keep being frustrating. Sometimes there'll be low usage. He hasn't really taken his game much further than where it was last year. With Kelly Linick out, there is an opportunity. We'll see whether he grasps it. And then also the depressed penis, Sadiq Bey, who had a really big performance last time out. Now, his shooting numbers have been dreadful, and his two-point percentage was pretty shit out last year as well, and he's at the same this year. But he has improved his rebounds. He has improved his assists. Let's hope he can get the efficiency up, because his minutes and roll isn't really changing. He just needs to get that efficiency back going, which has really lacked this season. The Wizards and the Hornets is game two of the day. Dan Gafford, 24-24 minutes split with Montrezl Harrell last game. Will that be something that continues? Can he get his field goal percentage back up, though? Because that's been lacking, and that's one of the reasons you drafted him, for high field goal percentage with good blocks. Unfortunately, we just haven't seen that. I still think he is worth holding in a lot of cases. But he's not really hitting that field goal percentage mark that we need. And then with Bradley Beal back, what does that mean for Denny Avdia, who played really well last game? But I just don't think there are enough minutes there for Avdia to be useful enough in most fantasy leagues. For the Hornets, LaMelo Ball, he's like a 93% free throw shooter or something stupid like that. Will he continue at that level? He's on pace to be a first-round fantasy player this season. Can he keep that going? Well, Miles Bridges has been in a bit of a funk with the field goal percentage. Everything else has been pretty fine. Usage and minutes, um, rebounds, assists, all that stuff's great. He just The shot has just fallen way off. Can that bounce back? Let's hope that it can. The Celtics and the Hawks. We don't know if Rob Williams, the rock DJ, is going to play, but we need to look at um, Al Horford because he was great. He fell off in a really big game last time without Rob. How is he going to look? How will they replace Rob Williams? If he is indeed out, will it be Grant Williams that moves into that spot? Because Grant Williams has had a few starts earlier this season for Horford and played pretty well in those games. And then when he moves to the bench, there's just not as much value there. Well, for the Hawks, there's no DeAndre Hunter. There might not be a Kevin Herter. Can we get 30 minutes of Cam Rennish? It doesn't um It doesn't appear to be that they will just push him into huge minutes or that they will start him, but he could become at least an interesting add if Herder is out. Well, DeLon Wright, just watching him again, there is an opportunity. If two wings are out, he can play the point, plus he can play on the wing, and Lou Williams can play the point as well. So there is an opportunity for deeper leagues to get maybe some value there out of DeLon if, in fact, Herder is sidelined. The Magic and the Knicks. Terrence Ross took so many shots last game. Um, Some games, he's taking like four shots. He took 19 in the last one. Can, or what's his role going to be? Will he be that bomber, again, who's going to be a poor efficiency scorer? Or will he go back to being like that invisible man in 25 minutes? Also, Mo Bumba, who is playing well, but he's not blowing us away like he was early in the season. He's having some field goal percentage issues as well. And he is seeing fewer minutes nearly every game than Wendell Carter Jr., which doesn't bode well for when John Isaac returns. For the Knicks, I want to see if... Tommy Thibodeau does anything different with the diseased scrotum, Ivan Fournier, and more importantly, with Emmanuel quickly. Will he have the balls to start quickly? Almost zero chance. I'll got 0.05% chance quickly starts this game, but will quickly play 25 minutes? Because if he does, he moves into at the very least 14 team league discussion. And then the double Royal, Julius Randle, To say that he's been shitouse over the last two weeks is maybe maybe not completely accurate. He hasn't been good. He's like outside the top eighty over the last two weeks, reverting back to first season Nick Randall with his efficiency falling off and all his numbers dropping way off. Can he get that back on track? Or is it just gonna be a season of disappointment from Randall? I wanna see how we can uh how he can fix what has been ailing him over the uh over the last I don't know, two weeks or so of action. But if I am stressed, one of the leading causes of that sort of stress is a lack of sleep. Sleep is a great way to make me, to make you, to make LeBron James perform at their best. Sleep is LeBron's superpower and Calm is the number one app for sleep and meditation. And they have teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to know how to train it. For LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine, and it should be for you as well. So head to calm.com slash and for a limited time, you get a 40% off a Calm premium subscription. With Calm, you have access to nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain on leaves. Great and so much more like sleep stories and meditation. So you can be ready for any challenges that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm and get a 40% discount on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's calm.com slash NBA. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. You know what that means? It's time for food and it's time for family, but so much of that food is full of calories and it's full of sugar, especially the desserts. It's time to, time to institute a new Thanksgiving holiday dessert tradition, and that is Built Bar. Bilt bar is the protein bar that tastes delicious. It's just like a candy bar covered in 100% real chocolate, but instead of your 300, 400 calorie slice of pie, you're talking 130 calories for Bilt Bar. Low carb, low sugar, low fat, but high in protein. Your family is going to love you. They're going to proclaim you the winner of Thanksgiving when you bust out the box of Built Bars. Whatever flavor it is, and there's new ones coming out all the time, people are going to love this. So head to built.com. use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get a 15% discount off your order of Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Okay. Cavs Nets. The Cleveland Cavaliers are injury-affected. No Lowry Markin and no Colin Sexton, no Jarrett Allen, and no Evan Mobley. But Kevin Love could return. Will they slide him straight into the starting lineup? Possible. I think if he's ready to go, he'll play minutes. He's an interesting stream guy. As is the Discman, CeeDee Arsman. Chetty is going to... He had a big game last time out, and there's a massive opportunity with no Allen Markinen and all Mobley. He's going to have to play some at the four. Maybe core plays at the four. Whatever. Who cares? One of those guys is going to play the four. And there's big minutes and big opportunities out there for Osmond. So really intrigued what he can do. Well, for the Nets, um, just recording this after they got their pants pulled down by the Warriors. Paddy Mills started for Joe Harris. He'll get another opportunity to start again on Wednesday. He can be you know, interesting for points and threes, but I wouldn't say that he's must roster. He played 32 minutes and did jack shit against Golden State. Well, the Shark. Bruce Brown. Shark, he was awesome in um, the beginning of that game, and then did nothing. Good steals, good scoring. I don't think he takes a gigantic leap without Harris there. It might be all right, but I don't think it's going to be absolutely blow-your-mind type of stuff with Brown um, in replacement of Joe Harris. For the Lakers, probably one of the number one things um, that I want to be watching for here is what happens with Taylor Horton Tucker, because his first two games have been excellent, really, really good. And LeBron's not going to be playing. So it's a big game brewing, I think, for Horton Tucker. Mallow, the predictable drop-off has come. Can he arrest that slide in this game? Or is it just going to be more of the same of uh, yeah, disappointing performances from Kamalo Anthony over the last you know, two to three games? For the Bucks, they are ready to welcome back Chris Middleton. And you should be too. Awesome to get him back. What this means for Pat Connaughton and Grayson and Allen is going to be intriguing. I think Allen maintains minutes but loses shots, while Connaughton will lose minutes would be my guess, and Jordan Wara will lose some playing time there as well. But that is going to be really intriguing to see what goes on. The Pelicans and the Miami Heat. No Zion, of course. Brandon Ingram took a lot of shots last game. Didn't make a lot of them, but took plenty enough to make it valuable to have him in fantasy. Can he do something? I saw a stat about his clutch performances and they've been pretty shit. Not sure they'll get into a clutch situation in this game, but interesting to watch him nonetheless, as well as Josh the Hitman Hard, who has an elevated role with all the absences on this team. Um, he's providing okay 12-team league value, but really not much more than that. While for the Heat, Probably, or not probably, we don't know about Jimmy Butler. We don't know about Bam Adebayo. They both missed last game. Kyle Lowry didn't really take that opportunity to have a big offensive game. He scored just 11 points. But prior to that, he'd been killing it. So where is he sitting? What's the shooting looking like? What's the usage look like for Kyle? And then Duncan Robinson, who's been dreadful and the last two games have been really good. He is an interesting three-point specialist. He's a streamer. He's not a must-roster guy, but he did up the usage with Butler and Adebayo out, which was always really, really good to see when a player can do that. The Rockets and the Thunder. Let's watch Jalen Green, who we know has been bad for the majority of the games. It is a great opportunity for him to be good against a bad opponent, but can he do anything that's not scoring? And can he do the scoring at a somewhat competent level? Because he hasn't been able to maintain that at all, really, this season. And then let's watch the wild thing, Jay Sean Tate, who's been, I don't know, like, like he's been fine. He's been all right. Has he been close to top 100? Not really. But he's still been barely like on the edge of a 12-team roster. I'd like to see him take steps forward. I just don't think it's going to happen. But the Thunder, Josh Giddy racks up all the stats, just can't shoot. I'd like to see some improvement in his shooting. I'd like to see a big like, breakout shooting night from Josh. I don't think I'm going to get it, but I would like to see it. And then I also want to watch Lou Lou Dort. No, my son is also named Bort. Four games in a row of scoring 20 points for Dorty, doing it on really high efficiency. That means a one of 15 games probably coming for him. But the volume and the efficiency has been really impressive for Dort of late. On to the Kings and the Timberwolves. We're going to talk more about Chemesi Metu in the show, the recap show later today with the I Request Elaboration. So, um, yeah, tune in for that. But he's, of course, one we want to watch. I think he's a 12-team ad. And we also want to watch Darren Fox. Who's still hurting your field goal percentage in free throws, but... The value has upped. He was like 170th like two weeks ago. He's now like 70th over the last two weeks, so starting to rise back up. I'm not sure he's going to get to a top 30 player because the percentages just don't look like they're ever going to improve, but they've improved enough to push him back into the top 100. Well, for the Wolves, I don't know if Naz Reed's going to play, so that means Jaden McDaniels and Jared Vanderbilt are going to take a lot of those minutes. McDaniels has been a disappointment this season. It was always going to be hard to elevate his game, but I'd say he's almost gone backwards a little bit. He can be a defensive stats specialist. That's it. While Pat Beverly will continue to start. I think he is a 12-team league guy, but I also don't, if, if you had to drop him for somebody, like Chemezi Metu, I don't think I'd care. Like, that's sort of where he is. I'd like him to show me something that proves me wrong, but I don't know if he will. And I also know that he doesn't give a shit whether he proves me wrong or right. Let's go on to the Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns. Jalen Brunson. Look Doncic is out. So Brunson will start. The minutes should go up. The usage should go up. He should be pretty bloody interesting to watch. So I'm going to see what he can do. And then without Doncic, I imagine Tim Hardaway has some big games. This might be a sell-high opportunity for Hardaway after these games that Doncic is out. Well, for the Suns, Mikhail Bridges has struggled. The defensive stats just aren't coming in enough volume. We're not dropping him at all. He's a massive buy-low guy, I think. But I'd like to see him do something extra. Well, DeAndre Ayton was really good last game, and we've been calling for him to have some big sort of usage games. And first game back from injury, he was great. He's not on the injury report, which is a huge thing as well. So let's see what Aiton is able to bring against Dallas. And then the last game is the Bulls and the Blazers. Kobe White, second game back. Will he still be on a minutes limit? Can he score a point? I don't think he's a 12-team league guy. I don't think you should be holding on. Well, DeMar DeRozan is a key thing to watch. He's dominating at the moment. People saying maybe he's the MVP. Like, let's calm down. He's not, but he's also been awesome. He's been really good. And I was wrong on him in terms of um, whether it was a bad free agency signing. He's been great so far. He's blowing free uh, fantasy expectations out of the water. I've got him on quite a few of my fantasy teams, actually, because people are letting him slide way too far. But i got him in, like, the 50s, but he's exceeding that. Can he continue this insane run of efficiency? At some point, it is going to fall. I feel confident in saying that. Well, for the Blazers, Lillard has popped back up on the injury report, as has Norman Powell. If one of those guys is out, Nassir Little is going to get a bump, I would imagine. Now, Simons will get a bump, too, if Lillard's out. But Little can be an interesting guy to watch. I think he's worth a 14-team league ad, while Bob Covington, man... The minutes keep being low. Last game, he had three blocks, which kept the value there. But it is really hard to look at what's happening with the minutes, with the playing time, with the production and go, yeah, I feel really good about holding Covington through everything. Now, his track record over five years would tell us to do it. But the production this year tells us you're crazy. And it's just, you know, it's just not needed to do. Guys, football is going. Basketball is going. And you should be going straight to betonline.ag to place your bets on your favorite sports. Got props, odds, all different sorts of contests over there. And when you go to sign up at betonline.ag, if you use the promo code LOCKEDON, you can get a 50% deposit bonus, a welcome bonus on that first deposit. It's easy as that. So whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, or your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers that bet Online has for you. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. So let's have a look. New section here on what to watch for. Just a quick one. These are for guys who are playing in a back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday. So if you add them, you can get two games. Now, of course, Wednesday is an 11-game day, but these are options that play two games, Wednesday, Thursday. Pat Beverly, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, Chetty Osman, Dean Wade, Jared Vanderbilt, Hal Neto, Jaden McDaniels, and Malik Beasley. So obviously, you're looking at the Timberwolves, you're looking at the Wizards, you're looking at the Cavs, who have that, that combination uh, option with guys that you can add there. In terms of streams, just for Wednesday, we're looking at Metu, who probably should be rostered in leagues at this point, uh, Osman, Finney Smith, Dean Wade, Patrick Beverly, Bruce Brown, Killian Hayes, and Taj Gibson, with Nerlens Noel out for the Knicks. Um, for deeper leagues, we're looking at Osman and Wade again. Taj Gibson, Josh Richardson, Dwight Powell, Jeremiah Robinson-Earl. We'll see if he gets his fourth consecutive start. And Alec Burks in New York. And then lastly, in points league, some streamers. Darius Baisley, Chemezi Metu, Chetty Osman, Talon Horton Tucker, Josh Hart, Jay Crowder, Dean Wade, and Patrick Beverly. Guys, that will do it. For today's show, don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app and on YouTube. Give it a thumbs up. Leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.